morning to all of you, and welcome to the Prairie Doc Radio Program. Rick Holm, our Prairie Doc, is in the studio ready to answer your questions of a medical nature. Dr. Holm's specialty is internal medicine. He's worked with the Avira Medical Group Brookings and has served as a clinical professor at the University of South Dakota's Sanford School of Medicine. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Joan Hogan and Bob. Good to see you. Good to be seen. All right. <laughs> our, our man is no longer a... Uh, Invalid. Or no, a bald invalid, guy. A bald guy. No longer bald. He actually has hair coming in. Yeah, you that's know, a good Christmas, thing. You could have really had a head of hair. You I might know. have. You know, that's right. It's you could. Kind of, All right. Yeah. Everything going well for you today? Doing well. Well, that's Life good. Life is good. Good. So. Well, you know, uh, tomorrow night, you're going to be live on South Dakota Public Radio, correct? Right. Okay. Well, that's mm-hmm. exciting. And you will be discussing diabetes and the American Indian. So both, you know, not just diabetes, but how it's affected the American Indians. And I know you have two guests planned. One is Donald Warney, who is from the University of North Dakota. Is he coming? Dr. Uh, Warren is uh, Warren. coming from North Dakota. He is a Pine Ridge. Uh, uh, I can't remember which tribe he's from, but he's a South Dakota. Oh, he's Native American. Native American oh, gentleman. Right. Uh, a doctor, uh, he got his degree, I think, at Harvard. I mean, he's just a brilliant he's guy. He's not a slough off, no, in no. other words. And no. uh, he is... Um, uh, we're going to have an interview, uh, a Skyped interview with his brother who's doing um, movies and it lives in L.A. That's another story. This is one successful family, huh? Yes, yes. Wow. And he's Associate Dean for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion and the Director of Indians into Medicine at the University of North Dakota. Yeah. I just saw his title and I Isn't thought, well, I should get amazing? Indians into Medicine, which is a great concept, yes. great idea. So you should have a really, and you also have uh, Valberg. I can't say the Kavingi. name. Kavingi. Is Valberg a man or a woman? Uh, Valberg is a woman. A woman. One would not be Valberg sure what that name is. Valberg. Yeah, sure. You know, you know I think I'm she's not from Norway, so yeah, <laughs> so she's. I don't know what the story. She works through the School of Medicine, and she's okay. coordinated she's a in lot Sioux of Falls. right, right, and she's yeah. coordinated a lot of the American Indian work that has been done through the USD Sanford School of Medicine. Well, it should really be an interesting program. I think your uh, regular listeners are going to be excited to watch that again. You have you were not on the air last week with all the football, and there was a lot of high, good high school football, but uh-huh. this week it will be a live program. Glad to have you there. And uh, we can talk a little bit about diabetes, but why don't we take our first break? And I want to mention to everyone, we now have a link on our Facebook page that invites our listeners to stream online. You can also go directly to KBRK's website and stream our program online. With this, our audience can be located anywhere in the country with an internet connection. I guess that's almost anywhere in the country, isn't it? That's it. So if you have questions with Dr. Holm and are listening outside of Brookings, give us a call at 605-692-1430. Of course, if you're a local listener, there's no need to include the area code. Just call us at 692 1430. Any questions you may have, Dr. Holm is here ready to answer them. Yeah, and you can go to AM Radio 1430 on your dial. Yes, you can. Okay, that's it. We'll We'll see you soon. We'll be back right after these words. Black and white. 
Hey, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Joan Hogan here with Dr. Holm in the studio. And as I mentioned before the break, we are happy to take questions from you at 692-1430. Before any questions arrive, we can talk about diabetes and why are you doing a specific show on diabetes in American Indians? Because other people do have diabetes. True, but the penetrance in the genetics of the American Indian, uh, particularly the Sioux Indian, uh, is quite significant. And uh, it really, uh, to be honest with you, theoretically, type 2 diabetes is a survival advantage during times of, of uh, starvation uh, and uh, rigorous lifestyle. Uh, and uh, because of it, uh, people could deposit fat and store fat and save uh, energy up uh, so that during the winter when there was nothing to eat, they had more storage, they, ha they were prepared for uh, the um, starvation more. Uh, and so in a time of starvation, uh, a, a di type 2 diabetes uh, apparently is... Uh, an advantage. Now it's interesting. They also found that that was uh, there's a lot of penetrance in the Neanderthal man, and in fact, some say that it is the Neanderthal gene that has brought the humans, the human genes, the Homo erectus or whatever we are, uh, the um, uh, diabetes type two, and uh, at at any rate, something in the Pima Indians, for example. The, the penetrance is, is just like 100% or 90%. Uh, uh, but uh, it's, it's, a, it's a major uh, problem in this world of excess. When you've got plenty to eat, then you, you don't really need to store all that fat for times of starvation because they're not coming, uh, usually. And we're hopeful that that won't uh, be a, a something in the future. But uh, the, the truth of the matter is uh, diabetes is an inherited, type 2 diabetes is an, an inherited condition uh, which for one reason or another was a survival advantage at it's one time. It's interesting. And of course, when it was a survival advantage, life expectancy wasn't that long. So if you had diabetes and died at 35 or 40, that was not unusual, right? Because you're going to die of 30, at 35, 35 or 40, 40 from anyway. anything. Yeah. Right. From, from infection. Huh. From arrow, bow and arrow, to <laughs> a lot a of different things club would over knock the you head. Yeah. yeah, a lot of things. Well, you know, you mentioned just being Native American is a risk factor for diabetes, but for the general population, what would be some of the risk factors? Well, uh, some would describe the risk factors for diabetes as advanced aging or premature aging <clears throat> in every sense. Uh, the, the, the two big problems with diabetes are the vasculopathy and the neuropathy. So pathy meaning pathology or disease. So that if we look at uh, the nerve disease and the blood vessel disease that comes with diabetes, you have the, the major um, ram ramifications of that condition. And, and that is <clears throat> the blood vessels become prematurely old, stiff, atherosclerosis, uh, and then uh, early stroke, heart attack, loss of blood flow to the kidneys, uh, and all of the blood vessel problems that can occur. Neuropathy 
Uh, you, you uh, with neuropathy or the diseases of the diabetes that affect the nerves, people lose uh, the feeling in their feet. They don't know when they're walking on a stone. Then they have a, a ulcer on the bottom of their foot and they don't have a blood flow down there uh, because of the vasculopathy so that they lose their foot, you know, or they get infected in their foot and then they die uh, in the old days. Uh, but uh, neuropathy, also uh, loss of sexual function, loss of use of your hands, uh, early uh, dementia, uh, all of the manifestations of the loss of the nerve system. So it isn't a good deal, <laughs> but no, those I, are the it, risk factors that you face. But if you have diabetes under control, which most people can achieve control. Nowadays. Do you control it in a variety of ways? It doesn't have to be right. Right. Just just, let's just say um, that if you control it, they say perfectly, then none of these things will happen. Well, that unfortunately is not exactly the case. Apparently, in some cases, people get the vasculopathy and neuropathy anyway. Okay. Even if their sugars are uh, controlled. The theory is, though, the tighter the control, the better the control, and that was a big deal uh, maybe 2000, uh, mid-1900s, 1990s, mid-1990s. Um, oh, we've got data now. The tighter the control, control the better uh, the, manif the results are. And, and uh, we found that just the opposite is true in um, the later 2010s. And that is that if you take an older person who has acquired type 2 diabetes mellitus as they get older, gain weight, and so on and so forth, if you tighten the control such that they have reactions, the reactions destroy so many parts of your body that you're, you're, um, you die early. It's almost like controlling the blood pressure too tight and you pass out too many times and you fall and break a hip. It's um, so too tight of a blood sugar um, isn't good. Is not a good thing, and uh, I think we we've been going for um, uh, you know because the people, who, particularly the people who are selling the uh, the manif uh, the drugs, yes. the pharmaceutical manufacturers, want you to use their pills and push their pills and push the tight control and so on and so forth. Um, we can also talk about the cost of diabetic medicines and I guess it will th then it will deteriorate into a shouting match because it makes me so mad at <laughs> I, I won't shout at you no. you may shout oh, at me oh. just you get upset well I think most people are getting upset by the cost of medicines and um but the diabetics are <laughs> caught in the middle of it the because more they, they have need, to have they the have medicines have the medicine. but they have to be careful with it you know um Last week, we talked about aortic aneurysms, and you managed to scare the daylights out of me by saying even a former smoker could have or is more likely to have an aortic aneurysm, even yes. if you haven't smoked for 20 or 30 years. Yeah. If you did 100 smoke. 100 days of smoking, that's <laughs> what they say. However, for diabetes, smoking is also a problem. And why is that? Well, I mean, it's, it, of course, smoking causes vasculopathy. Oh, so we're right so back to the vascular. So it doubles up on, the, on okay. the vascular system, you know. And think about how important the vascular system is. I mean, it it brings, the vascular system carries oxygen and nutrition to every single cell in your body. You know, it's a big fat river, smaller river, creek, tiny little tributary. 
But it's you all know. part of the vascular and system. And it gets that, that blood out to every little cell. Uh, only some cells on the, in the bone and the top of the skin uh, does not have a blood supply. And so uh, we all need that blood supply. And, and when you see bl blood is uh, blocked, as you get older, little things happen, so on and so forth. Um, the blood supply is killed to, or dropped or blocked to a particular area of the body. The tissue um, dies. It screams bloody murder. It hurts. It gets an ulcer. And then your body tries to heal, and it heals with scar tissue. And so some would say that uh, we die in the end when we get replaced with too much scar tissue. <laughs> you know, we're constantly, <laughs> we're, much, we're, we're healing, we're right. healing, we're healing, oops, scar tissue. Healing, 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 replace, replacement, scar tissue, scar tissue. So too much of it and eventually yeah, you aging. give up. That's give what up aging. the battle. Yeah, that's yeah. aging. Well, we're, we hope you're not aging while listening this to us. This isn't a happy show. We're, go, we're, gonna, we're going to take a break and we're going to switch to happy. Okay, we're we'll find something real positive to talk about. We'd love you to listen <laughs> to these words from Vera Medical Group Brookings and we'll be back right after them. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. We've been talking about diabetes and neuropathy and <coughs> vascular problems, and we're going downhill fast. And I read something in Time Magazine this past week that I think will be more cheerful. There's a doctor, Dr. Robert Czar, who's a pediatrician in Washington, D.C., writes prescriptions for medicines, but he also has started writing nature prescriptions, telling people and a prescription pad that you must go out and exercise, you must do this, you must do that, you need to be outside. And there is actually scientific proof to show being in the great outdoors really enhances your health, your, your relaxation, physical activity relaxes you, social support is there, so many things. And I'm wondering, Bob, where have we heard about this for the last 25 Gosh, it's years? So vaguely familiar yeah, somehow. Vaguely familiar. Dr. Holm, I think you and Dr. Czar have something in common, don't you? Well, you know, how do you beat getting outside and walking a mile a day? Uh, and, uh, you know, just uh, you get 39% reduction in death rate if you exercise vigorously and walk three miles a day. If you walk one mile a day, it's 31%. So, I mean, the big bang is with that. The, buck, the bucks come down on that first mile. So if we can just do walk away from your house six blocks, turn around and come back six blocks, and you have made a mile. Right, now let me ask you, if somebody is walking and is in pain but walks anyways that mile, is the pain overriding whatever they're walking? Well, what do you think? You know, is it that depends a tough upon one? the pain. Yeah. Let's put it this way. If it is degenerative arthritis, which the majority of... Arthritic people. pain yeah. is degenerative arthritis, and it's not inflammatory. And in other words, it's not a hot joint. Right. It's just a achy, worn out, big joint. You're better. You're better uh, walking, even uh, though it causes pain. It, it may it, just help you. I think, and if you can, I, some of that pain that we have uh, is that startup pain that you have as you're trying to increase your exercise. And so I think that you've got to be careful about it. Not severe pain. Don't push through the worst pain. And if things are such, maybe go to the doctor and get a new knee, you know, if that's what it is. I think there's a place for that. But at the other, the other side of it is, the, you know, the, you take 
people with bone-on-bone -bone severe arthritis and you take split them into two groups and they've, they've done this study time and time again. The group that was pushed to exercise had less pain in the long run, got stronger, felt better, had you know an overall better outlook on life, and the couch potatoes just got worse. So I, I, you can't, it can't hurt you to, to do your very best. Uh, use common sense. You know, if it just keeps sense. getting worse, then you should see your yeah, doctor and yeah. find out why. But that's, overall, that's right. it really should help you. And, and you start with your own speed. You don't have to, uh, you know, keep up with Joan Hogan, who just walks like a crazy woman. Oh, yeah, right. No, try Jean Jostead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she purposely slows down for her friends. That woman never stops walking. She probably gets two hours in a day. I don't know. She is I, a walker. I think it's walker wonderful. Walker extraordinary. She loves it. And she has a variety of people who will walk with her because no one could keep walking as long as she does. I think she's kept her husband very healthy. Yes. Because he'd probably rather be a couch potato, but he can't be married, married to, to Jean. Her. Right. She keeps him going. Yeah. She keeps all of her friends our, going. Our son Carter is a walker. He's a walker. Yeah. yeah. You get around walkers he, and they just love it. He they walks really like do. crazy and he does a walk every day and then he does a run. He runs three does miles both. every day. Well, he got the running from his mom and dad. Yeah. You yeah. both still. I can't believe with all the surgery and all the problems you've had, you and Joni still get out and run, don't you? Well, I have. I, I, I'm, I haven't run since my surgery. Oh, but no. Ten, two weeks and he hasn't run. What a pity. <laughs> when are you going to start up again? <laughs> uh, I'm going to. I have to ga regain my a little bit more strength, but we are okay. walking. You are we, walking. We That's walked uh, at the, at, you know, on one of these cold days, like three days ago, we went to the university exercise uh, place. You can get a yeah. card and they'll check off uh, as you come in, you know, and you can, it's a punch card and they punch them until they're all done. You buy another card. Or you just sign up for a year as I do. <laughs> it's or much sign up easier. For a year. Yep. And you can do and, it either way. And you go up there and walk around. We walked 45 minutes, we biked for 15. And we did hand weights. Did people actually let you exercise? Because I would think, knowing the group up there, you probably had one person after another wanting to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> did that happen? We, we ignored them. Oh, that's good. So, you just kept walking. Let them but, know you're busy. But yesterday I got some lawn mowing done. That's important, too. I mean, you, you just real activities. You know, being active is important. Okay, and you, you, you are living proof of it. Being active will keep you going. Well, we're due to take our final break. We really hope that you'll listen to these words from Avera Medical Group Brookings, and if you have any questions of us, give us a call at 692-1430, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Joan Hogan here with Dr. Rick Holm, and during the break, Dr. Holm said his most recent essay that he's written was on poverty. Now, right. tell us what... Well, wrote about poverty. let me put it this way. You know, all of the rich white guys look at the, the poverty that's in South Dakota, the, 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 the problems that are occurring on the Indian reservation, including, uh, you know, crime and, and drugs and, and so on and so forth. And if you, if you look at it and you go, okay, I'm going to try to fix it. You know, we can go in there, us white people, and and uh, and help them. It's an insult to them. And and, and what's more, many of them are are doing great, pulling uh, themselves out of this uh, uh, trap of poverty that we put them in uh, over the centuries. Uh, and 
and they really uh, are insulted by all of our great advice about, well, they should do this and they should do that. And I was looking at uh, the, the, the issue of poverty, and it, it struck me uh, how important it is to realize that the problem we see in the reservations, the problem we see in the inner cities, the problems that we see in our country uh, are really related to poverty, not to race, not ethnicity. It is a poverty issue. And to be honest with you, the poverty issue is getting worse. Uh, we are getting more and more rich and more and more poor. The extremes are occurring. The extremes are happening in this country, and it is a bad sign. And it's one of the reasons why we are no longer the wealthiest country in the world. Uh, and uh, part, part of that is they don't, they, uh, among all of this problem with poverty, is they don't get health care. And so their illnesses occur and malnutrition occurs. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a uh, down... Ugly cycle. Ugly, ugly cycle. And, yeah. and what I think we have to consider is something about employment uh, and something about early childhood education as well as college education for these people uh, of all kinds, of all races, of all sexes, of, uh, or both sexes, or all sexes, I guess, <laughs> and uh, of, of, um, of uh, richer and poor alike. I think we need to uh, help people with an educational push and an employment push. And part of the problems are the rules on the reservation uh, having to do with where you can get health care. Part of it is who can own property and who can have a manufacturing plant or who can build a store or who can own a store. Uh, those are issues that need to be aggressively addressed by legislators. And, uh, you know, that uh, those types of things need strong leadership. It's just a tough thing. You know, we, you and I both live long enough to think that there could be answers for poverty. We've seen different programs come through and try to enhance it. It's not it's, a handout, though. No. Certainly, here's money. Throwing that money at, at poor people no. will only make it worse. Yeah. They have to have a way to find their dignity, their self-worth, and they need to, uh, you know, I think it has to do with a, a good employment of a good job. Education and jobs. Those yep. are the two things that yep. really make a difference. And, you know, back in the 50s when we started having all the men come back from World War II and we had all the GI Bills, you had people rising from poverty. People who were, you know, really not terribly poor but not well off, and they got educations, they got better jobs, and it really created a strong middle class in our country. Yes, and we've lost fifties, sixties, 60s, 70s, then it started going down. Yeah, there I'm it is. I'm not sure why. You nailed it right there. It's after World War II, the returning and uh, everybody w feeling proud of what they did over there. And, uh, and, they, and they, they did save the world. They did. You know, everyone who fought in that war Our hats was, off to the yeah. veterans. Uh, of World War II and the war, world wars that came after. And, uh, you know, so now we're realizing there also was the price of post-traumatic stress syndrome, but that's another that's show. Another and we only have four minutes. We only have a few minutes left. We did have one question come in that's on a different topic, but maybe you can answer it. Sure. Uh, this person is feeling tenderness and pain in the back of his lower leg. Is that something to be concerned about, just one leg? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a very interesting story about p 
pain that happens in the back of the calf. Okay. Okay. One, in one sense, it could be a ruptured calf muscle or tendon. Okay. Second is it could be a blood clot in the leg. Thirdly, and I've seen this more commonly than you can shake a stick at, what looks like either one of those um, is actually a, 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 a venous stasis problem associated with infection within the tissue, a cellulitis that has a fungal base to it because the feet often have cracks from fungus and the fungus can get into the tissue as well. Uh, so uh, there, in my lifetime of taking care of people with pain in the back of the calf, if there's edema or swelling, if there's fungus infection in the toes, you've got to be very careful. And the other is you have to realize there can be ruptures of tendons that can happen suddenly and there's this severe slapping pain in the back of the calf. And that rupture uh, can be cast and, and uh, helped or sometimes even surgery to help it. And, and the finally, the blood clot in the calf is a, a life-threatening risk because a blood, uh, you know, a tenth of those or a, a percentage of those will go to the thigh and a percentage of those will go to the lung and a percentage of those that go to the lung will kill you. So uh, blood clots uh, in the calf is another problem. So we've got to be careful, and that, and that person should probably be Well, thank you for out. the call, but uh, just don't let it go. In no. other words, you need to see your doctor yeah. now, Yeah. right? So right. if you just have tenderness and pain in one leg, you it, just don't ignore it? I'm worried about blood clots okay. more than anything else. Well, see your doctor, please, and thank you for the call. We're down to about two minutes. You well, I want to sh- talk about that. Us? Well, the show tomorrow night is yes. just going to be so interesting. You know, the, what the School of Medicine does for, for, or in, and is trying to do uh, for our poverty centers uh, of, uh, on the reservations uh, is great. And we're going to learn that from uh, um, Ms. Kavingi. Don Warren is an unbelievable treasure, and it will be a joy to have a chance to converse with that gentleman. Uh, I I had a show with him two years ago. Uh, We recorded in October, and we recorded, uh, and it was played sometime in December of that year, sixteen. And uh, it it was magical. He is uh, something else, and so. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Don again, and uh, it will be an interesting show. I promise you that. Well, I think the people that follow your show on TV are looking forward to it as well. It should be really be good. And, uh, and on streaming with Radio Joan? Yes. Are we, we feeling that there's people watching or listening, or how does it what's Well, happening? we think there may be more. It's funny. My sister in Boston called, and she said, uh, I got KBRK streaming, and you're not on. I said, that's because I don't come on until 930. Oh, heck. It's <laughs> 9 o'clock. I thought you'd be on. But there are more people. Well, it was that 10 are, o'clock there. Yeah, well, she knew that. You know, She yeah. said it's, it's on the hour. Sorry, I can't be there at 9.30, uh. so she missed it that day. But they do try to catch it. People uh. who, we always enjoy it when we're out of town, and we'll pull it up streaming. Yeah, it's really good. You catch so the show when I you're in Florida. I think more people may be listening to it. I you have ever, they are. Have you ever listened to it from, from uh, Ireland? From Ireland, I've not. No, I'm too busy there to enjoy myself to worry about KBRK. I'm sorry. I love KBRK, but not when in Ireland. Okay. Well, if you're on vacation, we don't expect you to be listening. But if you're just enjoying yourself and have time, we do hope. If you're streaming, we hope you, we would appreciate you listening to us, and we hope all of our listeners have enjoyed our Paradox Radio program. 
Listen again for Prairie Doc brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. You can also follow the Prairie Doc on Facebook and YouTube for free and easy access to the entire Prairie Doc library. As always, you can hear and see more from Dr. Holm online at prairiedoc.org. Thank you, Joan, and thank you, Bob, and stay healthy out there, people.